0: Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell.
1: And this is Jonah Trebowasser.
0: And welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary.
1: Every week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world.
0: And today our special guest is Chet Sawyer, who is the president of the International Medical Relief Foundation effort for Rotary International. Welcome, Chet.
2: Thank you. It's great to be here. And... uh, I welcome the opportunity to speak about International Medical Relief Foundation with you.
1: Well, Chet, let's find out first. What is the International Medical Relief Foundation?
2: Our organization uh, rescues uh, medical equipment and supplies, and whatever is useful, uh, we uh, process it, and we send it to the places overseas uh, where it serves the uh, most needy people in the world. Uh through the Rotary, uh, F- the Rotary Foundation work and the International Medical Relief Foundation work, uh, we managed to get used medical equipment and supplies into the right place where it can be used.
1: Now, when you say rescue it, rescue it from what? From where?
2: Well, you know, medical equipment is being replaced at a great rapid rate here in this country. And, uh, you the, mean with
1: something more modern and... and
2: the state-of-the-art equipment oh, today see. and next week... Is being replaced by the next state of the art equipment. Gotcha. And then we have to decide on whether it gets disposed of through the normal uh, uh, processing, uh, reprocessing, and uh, through the, the junk uh, route, or if it's uh, rescued, uh, modified worked over and renewed and sent to somebody who can use it at a foreign religion. Well,
0: what you said was, and get it to the right places, that's the other piece of Jonah. What are the right places? What's the definition of that? Where do you send this equipment?
2: The right places, uh, in our case, are identified mostly by the Rotarians throughout the world. And as you know, uh, Rotary is in almost every nation uh, throughout the world. And we have 1.2 million Rotarians who are all working together for a common cause, that is, for service above self and to help people who are truly in need.
1: Now, Chet uh, Sawyer, president of the International Medical Relief Foundation, you are a Rotarian?
2: Yes, I am. And how long have you been a Rotarian? 1970. I joined the Rotary Club here in Fishkill.
1: And uh, you're still a member there?
2: Yes. No, I belong to the New Windsor Cornwall Club now.
1: Oh, we've had a lot of guests from the Windsor Cornwall. We sure have. Including our district governor-elect. That's right. Dave Green, terrific.
2: He's the third governor from our club.
0: I was going to say, they birth a lot of upper management in our district. Yes, Jonah. Uh
1: And uh, what made you decide to become a Rotarian, Chet?
2: When I was assigned to my first job in banking after retiring from the military in 1970 uh, here in Fishkill, I met people like Todd Brinkerhoff, Roy Ketchum, Earl Ketchum. Uh, Baynard Brownell, and a few of the other people who were Rotarians here. And uh, I was really coerced into coming into Rotary because they just simply wouldn't give me any rest for a while. Encouraged, not coerced. Encouraged.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And delighted to get involved.
2: I certainly was.
1: All right, let's get back now for just a minute to the International Medical Relief Foundation, uh, Chet Sawyer. Uh, So we take equipment that... As you said, last week was good, but this week is now a little bit passe because something new and exciting's come out and rather than throw it in a dumpster, we send it overseas where it could be used to help people is that right that's, that's the correct. basic idea. How do you find out where this equipment is
2: again through our rotary uh our, our rotary uh information uh rotarians throughout the world as you know rotarians there's an awful lot of doctors that are rotarians, people in the medical field and so on and we simply put out the call for these uh, these e- pieces of equipment that have expired, uh, also for the medical uh, supplies that are uh, not needed or are accessed to the, uh, to the need of a particular operation.
1: Now, let's see you've got, uh, now I assume we're not going to take hypodermics and pipes and, and, and other plasticware and re-sterilize them. That's not the kind of thing we're talking about, I presume. The, this is stuff that hasn't been used but just is uh, a little bit out of date.
2: That is correct.
1: Now, what if somebody out there listening this morning to Radio Rotary has a wheelchair they don't need anymore, or crutches they don't need anymore? Is that the kind of thing you're also looking for?
2: That's right. We're looking for wheelchairs, all, all sorts of uh, crutches and uh, walkers, uh, hospital beds, anything that has uh, of
1: assistance
2: still got use. And
1: mm-hmm. if they were saying, gee, I'd like to know where I could get a hold of Chet to donate this for somebody, uh, how would they get a hold of you? And folks, get a pencil and paper at home because we will repeat this later in the broadcast.
2: Well, the best thing to do, if uh, if you want to go by mail, it would be P.O. Box 4804, New Windsor, New York, 12553, and the IMRF will suffice to get it there.
1: That's International Medical Relief Fund, IMRF. Right. Say that one more time, Chet, for people that just grabbed a pencil.
2: International Medical Relief Foundation, P.O. Box 4804, New Windsor, New York 12553 or a telephone number 845 863 0300. And if you missed it, don't worry, we will say it at least two more times.
0: And Joan, I have a quick question. Surely there's information about this on our website on our district website. I would hope so. I would yeah. think so. Yeah. If not, so we'll be sure that it gets up there. But we, there's also ways you can contact the district and get general information. And, you know, you can go on the website, Jonah. Our yeah. district website is?
1: Rotary7210.org. But Chet's got a website, I think, for
2: International Medical Relief Foundation.
0: I'm sorry, Chet. I cut you off about that. Give us your website. Let's go directly to the horse's <laughs> mouth, okay?
2: You can go either way. We'll get the information. It would be www. Dot dot org.
1: That's www.imrfusa.org If you've got some uh, crutches up there in the attic or any kind of medical equipment that may be used and doesn't have to be sterilized and you like to put it to good use around the world. That's www.imrfusa.org,
0: and also now you see. Not only are you getting it and distributing it, but you're also taking things, maybe um, clearing out, certainly in medical practices or hospitals or wherever the donations come from, as well as from individual people, things that are that are getting uncluttered from their lives, so, so to speak, and then putting it to good use. So it's really a twofold. It's operation. environmental
1: because keeping it out of the land. Very
0: green, very yeah. green.
1: So Chet, sorry, tell us: uh, you get the phone call, you get the email, or and somebody says, "I've got several boxes worth of uh, material, or, or crutches, or something that's just a little bit out of date but still usable, and still could be a, a boon and a benefit to people around the world." They get a hold of you and say, "Come get it." Take us step by step. How does it go from their hands into the hands of the needy around the world?
2: What happens is we'll go over the inventory that we're being offered. And we will take whatever we can use. Unfortunately, we have to turn down uh, some of the equipment because it is uh, uh, too badly used or too badly worn to be to be of service. And it's very expensive to ship this equipment overseas. So we choose very carefully. Once we have uh, everything in our warehouse, uh, we will go over it. We will make sure that we have the operating manuals, the uh, the parts manuals, and the uh, directions for use. And we will. We will get it uh, into a a grouping of uh, equipment and supplies to satisfy the need of a a recipient overseas who was normally a rotary club that we're dealing with uh, in a foreign country, and we make arrangements to ship it, and then we'll go through Rotary Foundation for the money to pay for the shipping costs.
1: That's terrific. Let me remind our listeners they're in tune with Radio Rotary right here on Hudson Valley Talk Radio. This is Jonah Bois and my co-host is the lovely Sarah O'Connell. Our special guest, Chet Sawyer of the International Medical Relief Foundation. And tell us, Sarah, some of the people who bring us Radio Rotary every week. Well, of course, we have support from our Rotary
0: District 7210, along with the clubs of Arlington, Blooming Grove, Washingtonville, Conger's Valley Cottage, Fishkill Highland, Highland Park, Hyde Park, and Kingston.
1: And we be back with more of Radio Rotary. What can you do as
0: a member of Rotary? You can eradicate polio. You can promote peace. You can feed the hungry. You can help children do better in school. Whether it's helping to eliminate a dreaded disease, volunteering at a food bank, or equipping a school library, Rotary is people who know that by working together, you can do anything. Learn more at Rotary.org. Rotary. Humanity in Motion. And welcome back to Radio Rotary. I am Sarah Connell and I am sitting here with my co-host Jonah Treboiser with our very special guest today, the uh, esteemed Chet Sawyer who is the president of the International Medical Relief Foundation for Rotary International in our district. And we've been talking about well, how you get the equipment from point A to point B, how you donate it, what you do with it, where does it right. go? Right. Surplus, sur- sur-
1: surplus or used medical equipment like crutches, wheelchairs, unused uh, medical equipment that may be a little bit out of date but still perfectly sound and good for uh, poorer countries around the world. And, Chet, you were telling us uh, how it gets from the hands of uh, the do- back doctor's back room into, into your hands and into the warehouse's and then get shipped overseas. Where, what, what, so, tell us some of the countries that have accepted this kind of equipment from Rotary.
2: Well, a few years back, if you recall, we had a, a hurricane that struck the island of Grenada, and uh, the island of Grenada was completely stripped of everything above ground practically. Uh, even the leaves were removed from all the trees. Uh, we have provided, uh, worked to provide uh, the necessary equipment to reconstruct and re the Princess Alice Hotel. Uh, We have worked with the veterans from the Vietnam Outreach who make frequent visits back there as reminders of their service there years and years ago. Uh, We shipped uh, considerable equipment as well as some funding to the South Asia tsunami that happened back a while while ago. Uh, We've had numerous projects in India, uh, Kenya and South Africa and East Africa, We've shipped complete operating rooms to them. Uh, in Sindo, Kenya, we we provided a operating room, uh, eye surgery and cataract uh, center. And as far as local is concerned, we have never uh, turned down any requests for uh, uh, help to provide electric wheelchairs, beds, equipment for the homebound, crutches or walkers, whatever the case may be.
1: And when you say local, you mean uh, not just uh, Rotary uh, District 7210 in Hudson Valley, but you mean the United States? uh, Were you able to ship things to Hurricane Katrina victims in uh, New Orleans, uh, Louisiana?
2: I did not include that, but we did ship some equipment down there as well. Uh, We also shipped uh, some tents and uh, uh, shelter equipment to those folks that needed it so bad.
0: You better believe you did. I will share with you, Chet, that I'm from that part of the country I grew up there, and I have had numerous reports of Rotary we were the first people there the first organization there they were there before the Rotarians that went down to help were there before FEMA before the National Guard before anything else really mobilized Rotarians were there with shelter boxes with medical equipment with even later on obviously personal care items all the immediate needs but even after the hurricane bringing paper clips and pencils for schools and in order for them to reopen.
1: You know, Sarah, share with our audience and with Chet the, the story about when you came off the plane, oh. you were going home to visit, uh, I guess, friends and family. Yep. Mm-hmm. And what happened at the uh, airport in car, rental, uh, yeah, yeah. The car rental counter?
0: I um, Well, I always wear my rotary pin when I travel. And, of course, I think any of us that do, we all have stories of people coming up to you and saying, recognizing the pin and saying, oh, I'm a rota- Rotarian or my father was a Rotarian or my sister is, whatever. I was go- going, I always fly into New Orleans, g- get a car and then drive home. And I had my rotary pin on, of course. And the woman who was helping me uh, behind the counter just started to <clears throat> weep. And I was, are you all right? I'm concerned. She goes, You're a Rotarian. And I said, Yes, I am. And she said, I have to tell you what I just what I was just saying before. You all were the first helping hand that any of us saw here. And I have four children, and my children were had been had. You know, they. I mean, they went out without the basics. We all think that, that across that, these are all third world countries where these types of things are needed or where these types of things happen. And it's not. It hits home right here with our with this very last disaster. And we are here. The rotary wheel is heroes. They're heroes to those people in that part of the country. I have it on very good authority personally and professionally. So.
1: so, Chet Sawyer of the International uh, Medical Foundation Thank you. Uh, Relief Fund, you can be very proud of the great work that you do because it certainly has made an impact around the world and right here in the United States as well. Uh, have you had an opportunity, uh, Chet, to travel to some of these places and see the good works person to person, eye to eye, or are you just uh, satisfied to be shipping it out from here and know it lands uh, with the hands of few, uh, fellow Rotarians around the world for good works?
2: Well, we never really lose track of what we ship and uh, the places where it goes to. Uh, Yes, I've done considerable traveling in my lifetime. Uh, I joined uh, the service way back in, in fact, I went into the U.S. Navy on D-Day in 1944, retired in 1969, and then I joined with Rotary, and I've done considerable traveling with Rotary, particularly to Nigeria, uh, and the uh, eastern African nations around Kenya. Uh, I made one particular trip with uh, Dr. McGuffey, who was uh, a local hero, more or less, in our Rotary District 7210. Uh, we provided two complete operating rooms for her uh, in Kenya. That equipment and, and the supplies and surgical equipment uh, was shared with all of the nations in the eastern part of uh, Africa, And I'll never forget traveling with her in some of the places. Uh, We split up, but we would meet occasionally. And it was almost like traveling with Sister Teresa in Calcutta. Those folks over there just loved her, and they just doted on her uh, and would pay no attention to anything but our dear friend, Dr. McGuffey. Mm -hmm. Yes, I've done considerable traveling, and I hope to do some more.
1: And all that good work is made possible by Rotary. And you've been a member since 1970, you said?
2: Yes, I have. After your
1: service to the nation from D-Day on.
2: That's right.
1: You joined on D-Day, June 6, 1944. That's right. Hitler heard about that, and he just about gave up he right decided, after that. He
2: decided to quit. He said,
1: he said, Chet's coming. I'm out of here.
0: So, Chet, your entire life has been about service above That's right. self.
2: That's why I am so involved with, uh, with International Medical Relief Foundation, and that's why I realized that the need is so great because I go back to the early days of my service in the United States Navy in the South Pacific. And over there, I saw a lot of suffering. And almost every place you go, there are people who, are needs, who needs are so great. Mm-hmm.
1: And if the folks at home want to help fulfill those needs, help Chet in the great work of Rotary and all of us in Rotary, you just go to www.rotary.org. Click on the Club Locator button, put in your hometown, and you'll find where the Rotary Club is nearest you, and uh, join us for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, depending on what the uh, club meeting is. We'll Uh, always feed you. We always feed you, and and join the fun and the fellowship. Um, So, Chet Sawyer, you are a member of New Windsor Club. That's right. What are some of the great things New Windsor Club's been doing lately?
2: Well, the New Windsor Club uh, uh, has uh, the youth program, Uh, We have that pretty well under control. We work with youth uh, all the time. Uh, We do have uh, uh, Christmas baskets each year. We provide 150 to 200 Christmas baskets to the uh, poor and needy around the uh, Newburgh, the Cornwall, Washingtonville area. And uh, we've also uh, participated to a great extent uh, into International Medical Relief Foundation. As a matter of fact, Four of the members of our club are on our board of International Medical Relief. And Knute Johnson, who is a past district governor as I am, uh, Knut Johnson is now our executive vice president, and uh, he's working very closely with me as president.
1: That's just terrific. Knut was a, a guest here on Radio Rotary and, and yes. uh, told us all about what's happening in the Rotary Foundation. Let remind our listeners they're in tune with Radio Rotary right here on Hudson Valley Talk Radio. This is Jonah Trebowasser and my co-host is Sarah O'Connell, our very special guest here, Chet Sawyer, humanitarian and Rotarian and president of the International Medical Relief Foundation. And we'll be back with more of Radio Rotary. Stay tuned. Just listen to these important messages. In
2: 1985... While polio was paralyzing 1,000 children a day, Rotary International committed to a goal. A goal of ending polio worldwide. Very soon now, after contributing nearly $600 million and immunizing over 2 billion children, the goal will be achieved. Eradicating polio worldwide. That is humanity in motion. That is Rotary. Rotary.
0: Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell, and welcome back to Radio Rotary. I am joined by my co-host, Joanna Treboesser, and our very special guest, Chet Sawyer, who is president of the International Medical Relief Foundation here. And we wanted to talk about who really needs this equipment and these supplies. Who are your best customers, so to speak, at this point?
2: Well, our customer uh, base uh, is more or less determined by the Rotarians uh, that we work with throughout the world. If they find a need for uh, some help for any particular medical equipment or medical supplies, uh, they'll get a hold of the uh, Rotary uh, Foundation in their area. The Rotary Foundation then will work through the system to get to us in international medical relief. We will then put the Rotary Foundation money along with International Medical Relief Effort, Equipment, and Supplies together, and we will coordinate a shipment uh, to that particular location where it is taken over and distributed by Rotarians in that area.
1: Now, Chet, just for those who may have tuned in late, let's remind everyone the kind of medical supplies we're talking about. It's uh, used wheelchairs that are still in good shape, crutches, crutches, um, Equipment and and supplies that may be in the back of the uh, storehouse at uh, hospitals or uh, doctors' offices that may have been superseded by something new and exciting, but the old stuff is still still va- uh, still workable and still valuable. Is that correct?
2: That's correct. I'll give you a specific examples. Uh, uh, a doctor from up around the Kingston area recently contacted us. He was retiring, and he had two complete offices uh, of uh, dental equipment. Which were serviceable, uh, rather on the older side, but very serviceable and very well maintained. He donated this equipment to us, and we sent that to the Ukraine. And both systems, uh, both of the dental systems, are fully operational at this point, and they're servicing uh, the customers in the Ukraine. The other, uh, the other one that brings that, that comes to my mind uh, is the dialysis uh, medication. That was donated to us by the parents of a young seven-year-old girl who just recently passed away. Uh, she had uh, a very severe liver and kidney problems. Uh, they donated to us on two different occasions around $30,000 worth of dialysis medical equipment and medical supplies, which now have gone uh, down to Burma uh, to a dialysis center down there and hopefully... Uh, in that country where medical help is needed so badly, hopefully that will become uh, a very valuable asset to them and hopefully save lives in that part of the world.
1: What a terrific tribute to memory of their child, of their beloved child. You know, that's the kind of thing we, we love to hear in Rotary, that uh, people, you know, go beyond what you would normally expect uh, and, and follow Rotary's uh, motto of service above self. And if we have somebody listening right now to Radio Rotary this morning, who says, you know what, I could put my hands on some equipment that uh, Chet Sawyer needs to help people around the world and around the United States. Chet, give us all your contact information. Who would they call, first of all? What's the telephone number?
2: Well, the telephone number that they would call is, uh, uh, the telephone number uh, for the organization would be 845-863-0300.
1: That's 845-863-0300. And if they wanted to send you an email?
2: Email would come to imrf at webtv.net That's I-M-R-F at webtv
1: W-E-B-T-V dot net and you've got a website?
2: Yes, it's org. That's
1: www.imrfusa.org and just latch on to any one of those ways of communicating with Chet. Don't let the material you've got, either in your storehouse, doctors, or and, and hospital administrators, or folks at home, if you've got crutches and wheelchairs and other things that aren't being used anymore, don't let them just sit there and collect dust go to waste. Contact Chet Sawyer at the International Medical Relief Foundation, and let's help people around the world. Now, Chet, um, people like to know a little bit about our listeners personally. I know that you've been in the Navy 26 years. You did another 26 years in banking, and... Uh, you certainly haven't stopped. You're still a very energetic uh, Rotarian and, and doing this wonderful work. But you also have a couple of kids and grandchildren. Tell us about those.
2: Well, I've got a number of uh, children. I've got uh, seven children. My wife and I uh, raised seven children on the road, you might say, mm-hmm. uh, during the years we were in the service. We were, I was in the Navy for uh, the first six years, and then the uh, rest of the balance, and, uh, the balance of my service was the United States Air Force from 1950 to 1969. Grandchildren, of course, have happened. We have 12 grandchildren. We have four great-grandchildren. And wow. uh, I'm going to stick around long enough to see the great-great-grandchild.
1: Well, I don't doubt that because uh, you're a pretty energetic uh, young man here, and I know you're doing tremendous work for Rotary, and I'm sure that uh, you're a great example to your, to your family and your friends as what it means to just stay active as a senior and, and as a Rotarian. So um, we've talked a lot a bit, lot uh, Chet Sawyer, about uh, some of the great things Rotary does, but uh, just clue us in also. Rotary is fun, too. Tell about some of the fun things you've done with your club or uh, in other clubs you may have visited.
2: Well, I visited an awful lot of clubs uh, throughout the world during my travels. Uh, unfortunately, uh, I was not able to join Rotary until 1970 after I retired from the military because I moved quite frequently. But uh, visiting other clubs is uh, probably the best part of, uh, of Rotary, especially when you can get to visit a club in a foreign country. Uh, you might be in a foreign country. You might be with people who speak different languages. But, you know, Rotary is always the same no matter where you are. Service above self is one of those things that you, it's, it's almost like catching uh, a cold. You just can't get rid of it. <laughs> And you just can't get rid of the habit of, of working with service above self throughout the world.
1: You know, I've, I've been to Rotary meetings not only throughout New York State, New Jersey, other places I've gone on business, but on vacation I've gone to Rotary meetings in London, uh, Ireland, Scotland, Canada, and you're always treated like a long-lost cousin. You're really treated like royalty almost, uh, and, and you always get a warm welcome. And it's, it's very interesting to see the customs and cultures of other nations— but through the same, as you say, Rotary is the same around the world, but you still get a little different flavor when you go there. Where, where are some of the countries you've visited uh, as a Rotarian?
2: Well, as a Rotarian, I've been uh, throughout uh, uh, eastern Africa. I've been uh, into uh, Singapore. I was in South Asia for a, a short trip. Uh, I've been in Japan. And uh, I'd say up in Canada, of course, but most of, my, most of my experience overseas has been at uh, Rotary International Conventions. Uh, the next convention we have will be in Birmingham, and I'm, I believe a lot of our folks are looking forward to taking that trip. I wish I could make it, but this is one I'm going to have to stand by with.
1: Well, Chet, if you stay tuned to Radio Rotary, uh, we are taking our Radio Rotary microphones to Birmingham in the United Kingdom, and I'll be reporting from there, so you'll be able to hear uh, some of the exciting things that are happening at the Rotary International Convention in Birmingham.
0: Yes, our international jet-set traveler, radio man, Jonah. <laughs>
1: Well, uh, you guys jet are to are have fun.
0: I'm, de- it's I'm jealous. Jet,
1: it's jet one way, and I'm taking the Queen Mary back.
0: Wow, yeah, terrific. terrific! That sounds like a great trip, in Jonah. The, Good for the, you.
1: In the time, a very brief time, we have remaining. Chet, tell us about the future vision and plans for the International Medical Relief Foundation.
2: Well, uh, our master plan uh, tells us that we must uh, find some facilities to have a permanent warehouse uh, where we can can process this equipment, get it prepared. Uh, Property for shipment, and uh, do all of this, of course, as economically as possible. The other thing is, uh, Rotary clubs and Rotarians throughout the Rotary District 7210 have been extremely generous and have provided probably 90 percent of our support. Other support comes from others, of course, as well as our own personal contributions, uh, and uh, sometimes it can get quite expensive. But you have to weigh one thing against the other, and if it's worth it, if you don't have the money, you either have to spend it or you don't do it.
1: Chet Sawyer, thank you so much for joining us on Radio Rotary. And, Sarah, tell us who brought us Radio Rotary this week.
0: Well, District 7210 and the clubs of Kingston, Sunrise, Millbrook, Newburgh, New Paltz, Pleasant Valley, Red Hook, and Southern Ulster.
1: For Sarah O'Connell, this is Jonah Trebois. So Join us again next week at this time for another edition of Radio Rotary right here on Hudson Valley Talk Radio.